Hello, Pablo, and welcome to the Three Way Quizo podcast. First, you ruin our language, then, you make a game of rugby last three hours, and now you're messing around with pub quizzes. All we have left is tea and cricket, and cricket shit. Hello, Pablo. Hello, everybody else, too. Welcome to the Three Way Quizzo podcast for the week of Sunday, June 17th, 2001. Hello, everybody. How's it going? I hope it's well with you. Things are pretty good by me. Um, if this is your first time playing, let's go through the rules. This is going to be a general knowledge trivia game, a written game if you're playing against somebody else. Three rounds of questions. 10 regular questions each round. Uh, we'll do round one, and then I'll reveal the answers. Then we'll do round two, and I'll reveal the answers. And then our third and final round, and I reveal the answers. So don't shout things out. If you shout things out, you're just helping your opponents, right? This is typically a written quiz. And at the end of all three rounds, whoever has the highest score will be the winners of the game. Now, there's something very important to keep in mind. It's called the Joker. You get to use your joker on one of your three rounds, and get this, a joker is like a blind double. When you use your joker, all of the regular points that you got right that round, they double in value. So if you got seven right on your joker round, that turns into 14 points. If you got eight right, that turns into 16 points, and so on and so forth. Keep in mind a couple very important things about this a joker. First of all, you only get to joker one of your three rounds. Also, you do have to choose to use the Joker before you hear any of the answers to that round. As I said, it is a blind double. And most importantly, only your 10 regular points double on the Joker, all right? Um, like bonus points or extra credit points, they never double on a Joker. Only your 10 regular points do. Oh, to get a bonus point, you do have to get the underlying original question correct, right? So, like, if I ask a bonus on question one, and you get question one wrong, but you get the bonus right... You don't get any points. You have to get the original to get a shot at that bonus. Um, spelling is not all that important in this game. You're not going to lose points for misspelling an answer, unless, of course, the question is to correctly spell something. Then spelling is important. Same thing goes for full names. Unless I specifically say, give me a full name, you don't have to give me a full name to get the point. Just the correct first name or just the correct last name is usually good enough. But don't abuse that, though. There's something called the Brady Rule. It's named after the members of the Brady Bunch. If I asked a question about one of the Brady kids and didn't say, don't just write down Brady, don't just write down Brady, that's a terrible thing to do, and you shouldn't get rewarded for doing terrible things. Now, should you? Team limit is typically six, but since you're doing this on your own terms, do as you see fit. Sometimes I make mistakes. I am merely human still so far. So if you think that I messed up, feel free to overrule me. If you think that I made an error, please feel free to adjudicate it yourselves. If you do so, though, I do ask you, please give me some shit about it. Lord it over me. Rock my world. Send me an email and tell me how much smarter you are than I am. The email address is threewayquizzo at gmail.com. That's the numeral three, W-A-Y. Q-U-I-Z-Z-O at gmail.com. And there's also no cheating. See, I forgot. I was supposed to say that before. Don't use, like, reference materials except your brain, if you consider that a reference material. But no books or magazines or newspapers or computers or cell phones or Kindles or Nooks or anything like that. Really, where's the fun in that? And finally, our last 
point, I think I just used the royal we. Well, actually, I was including you guys. So together, we are a king and queen. Um, so speaking of which, uh, here is to Her Majesty's Jubilee. I think I really don't care. But more importantly, here's to you guys. Thank you for listening. And here is to the good life. We have it pretty damn good. We are lords among men and women, right? I mean, if you consider the world's population, we're very lucky. So I'm going to open a cold beer, which is what a luxury. And I will toast to you guys. Here is to you. Thanks for listening. And cheers, chin chin, slencha, prost, whatever it is you say. Lachayam. I just learned it in Chinese, but I've forgotten. But here's to you, Chinese people, as well. All right, and let's begin our game. All right, pencils up, I guess you say. Pencils up. And let's start the game with question number one. Round number one. Question number one. Um, the answer is a two-letter word. It's a two-letter word. There's only two letters in it, and it is only two letters long. What two-letter word is the name of director Darren Aronofsky's first feature film. What two-letter word is the name of Darren Aronofsky's first feature film? For a point of extra credit, there is a game that features quite prominently in the plot of that game. The name of the game is also only two letters long. What's the name of the game for a point of extra credit? So again, Darren Aronofsky's First feature film, its title is only two letters long. What's the title? And for a point of extra credit, what's the two-letter long game that features prominently in that film? Question number two. Question number two is where I read you a little bit of a TV show theme song lyric, and you tell me the name of the TV show. The lyrics go in part... And this word that I'm going to repeat here is the word try, as in to attempt. All right, so it's try, try, try to separate them. Try, try, try to separate them. What theme song or what TV show is that the partial lyrics to? Question number three, question number three. There was a product, it was trademarked by Ace Novelty Company, one of the better companies in the world. Ace Novelty Company uh, released a product, they were called Dealy Bobbers. On what part of the body did one wear Dealy Bobbers? And Dealy Bobber is D like David, E-E-L, like an eel. Why? New word is bobber. Uh, it's like B-O-B, -B, like the given name Bob. And then B-E-R. Like Barry eats rice. D-E-E-L-Y, B-O-B-B-E-R. On what part of the body was one supposed to wear dealy bobbers? Question number four, question number four, from the year 2000 to the year 2008, Richard Roper was whose partner? From the year 2000 to the year 2008, Richard 
Roper. That's Richard, normal spelling, and Roper, R-O-E. P, like Peter, E-R, Richard Roper, was the partner of whom? Question number five. Question number five is a famous quote from Arthur Miller's Death of a Salesman. Um, and I'm going to leave part of the quote unfilled in, or blank is an easier way of saying that. I'll leave part of it blank, and you tell me what the missing part is, all right? So this actually comes, spoiler alert, the salesman dies. This comes after the salesman has died. The line is blank must be paid. Blank must be paid. Fill in the blank in that famous quote from Arthur Miller's Death of a Salesman. Question number six. Question number six. What is the name of the film composer? And this is a film composer who is not John Williams. So let's just cut that one off at the pass. What film composer, who is not John Williams, composed the scores to Gladiator, Inception, and The Dark Knight? What composer composed the scores to films like Gladiator, Inception, and The Dark Knight? Question number seven, question number seven, uh, just because I don't know quite how many mistresses John Edwards has had, I'm going to specify that the mistress I'm talking about is the one he just went on trial for trying to hide his relationship with. And boy, I hope that's grammatical. So what is the name of John Edwards' mistress, the one for whom he was recently tried in court? What's the name of that mistress, of John Edwards? Question number eight, question number eight, Richard Bach. That's Richard, again, like the given name Richard, and Bach, like the composer, whose last name I'm always sure that I'm somehow mispronouncing, no matter how I say it. Uh, Richard Bach is an author best known for writing a book about what animal. Uh, specifically, the animal is a bird, and it's the title character. So what is the name of the book? Richard Bach, or Bach, is best known for having written a book about a bird. What is the name of that book? Question number seven. Question number seven. Sylvester Stewart. Sylvester Stewart, that's Sylvester as in the cat, and Stewart, S-T-E-W-A-R-T, Sylvester Stewart, and most of his siblings became musical stars after they changed their last name to what? Sylvester Stewart and most of his siblings became musical stars after they changed their last name to what? And question number 10, question number 10, this one is a bit of a doozy, so put your thinking caps on early. Um, so I need two different 
words, all right? Two different words for you to get the point. I need you to give me word one, that's the first answer, and word number two, that's the second answer. The first word is one of the shapes that the moon makes, such as a gibbous or a crescent. Now take that first word and put one single letter somewhere inside it. Add a letter, right? So take another tile out of the old Scrabble bag and put it in the middle of that word. You get the second word. Now the second word is, for example, one of the different shapes that the moon makes, like a gibbous or a crescent. Got it? All right, so there's two answers. They're both one word long. The first word, add a letter to it somewhere in the middle, and you get the second word. The first word is one of the different shapes that the moon makes, like a gibbous or a crescent. Add one letter to that word somewhere inside, and you get, for example, one of the different shapes the moon makes, like a gibbous or a crescent. All right? All right. And never fear, we will go through these questions. Again, I'm doing it again. I will go through these questions one last time. Round number one, question number one. Uh, give me a two-letter word that is the name of Darren Aronofsky's first feature film. For a point of extra credit, give me the two-letter long game, the name of the game that features prominently in that film. Question number two, try, try, try to separate them. Those are in part lyrics to the theme song of what TV show? Question number three, Ace Novelty Company released a product they called Dealy Bobbers. On what part of the body was one supposed to wear Dealy Bobbers? Question number four, from 2000 to 2008, Richard Roper was the partner of whom? Question number five, fill in the blank in this famous line from Arthur Miller's Death of a Salesman, blank must be paid. Question number six, who composed the scores to Gladiator, Inception, and The Dark Knight? Question number seven, John Edwards, his recent trial was over his cover-up of a relationship with whom? What was the name of his mistress? Question number eight, Richard Bach is best known for having written a book about a bird. The bird is the title animal. What is the name of that book? Question number nine. Sylvester Stewart and most of his siblings changed their last name to what and became musical stars? And question number ten. Boy, I need a pair of words. The first word is one of the different shapes that the moon makes, like a gibbous or a crescent. Add one letter somewhere in the middle of that word, and you get the second word, which is, for example, one of the different shapes that the moon makes, like a gibbous or a crescent. Got it? Ooh, maybe not. All right. Anyway, that's it for round number one. Uh, remember the deal with the joker. If you feel really good about this first round, you might want to consider jokering it. When you joker all of the regular points that you got right, they double in value. Bonus points don't double. And remember, if you joke around number one, you don't get to do it for round number two and round number three. All right, all right. So 
I think that's it. That's all the help I can give you. Now go, my little fledglings, and fly. I'm going to drink a little bit of beer. And if you don't want to hear the answers yet, I suggest that you press pause. And unpause the answers to round number one. Round number one, question number one. Darren Aronofsky, his first feature film was called Pi. Pi, P-I. If you put down go, I'm sorry. However, if you put down go for the point of extra credit, you got a point of extra credit. Um, go is like Chinese, Chinese checkers, but better. So pi for the point and pi plus go for a point of extra credit. Question number two, try, try, try to separate them. It's not perfect strangers or bosom buddies. Or Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman. No, it's uh, married with children, married with children. If I sung it, it would have given it away. Married with children. Question number three. Ace Novelty Company released Dealy Bobbers. Dealy Bobbers, that was the thing. It was like a hairband with two springs in it, and then usually balls that bobbed up and down on the springs, and you were supposed to wear it, yes, on your head, on your head. At least, I think so. I hope I was not wearing them wrong throughout the entire 80s. Question number four. Richard Roper was whose partner from 2000 to 2008? He replaced Gene Siskel after the latter's death. It's Roger Ebert. He was the partner of Roger Ebert on At The Movies. Question number five. Um, what must be paid according to the finale of Death of a Salesman? It's not the salesman. No, it's attention. Attention must be paid and that's always a mark of a good play when they have to say that at the end attention attention must be paid am i right question number six the composer who scored gladiator inception and the dark knight who is not john williams it's hans zimmer hans zimmer question number seven john edwards his recent trial was over the cover-up of his relationship with whom uh, the name that we all know her now is Riel Hunter, which, ironically enough, is not her real name. No, she was born with the name Lisa Jo Druck, so I accepted that as well. I know which one I prefer. Question number eight. Richard Bach was best known for writing what book about a bird? The bird was Jonathan Livingston Seagull. Jonathan Livingston Seagull, which is a much better book than Jonathan Lipnicki Seagull, but the pictures aren't as good. Question number nine. Uh, Sylvester Stewart and most of his siblings changed their last name to what and then became musical stars? They changed their last name to Stone, Sly and the Family Stone. And question number ten. I forgive you. If you're mad at me, I forgive you. Uh... One of the different shapes that the moon makes, that is a phase, a phase of the moon. Add the letter R to the middle there and you get phrase. Because, for example, one of the different shapes that the moon makes, like a gibbous or a crescent, that's a phrase. So phase and phrase, or phases and phrases, that's also fine. And like I said, I forgive you. So that's it for round number one. Tally up your scores. If you jokered, remember bonus points don't double. You still get the bonus point, but they just don't double. And add that shit up together. And let's carry on with round number two. Round number two, question number one. 
Round two, question number one. Pass the mic. Professor Booty and So Whatcha Want are all songs by whom? Pass the mic. Professor Booty and So Whatcha Want are all songs by whom? And for a point of extra credit, they all come from what album? So they all were originally released on an album. What album is that for a point of extra credit? Question number two. Question number two is about The Avengers, the film The Avengers, released not this year, not the good Avengers. I'm talking about the shitty Avengers that came out in 1998. Yes, the box office bomb, The Avengers, had three stars, three main stars. It was a male lead, a female lead, and the villain. Name one of those three actors for the point. Name two of them, and you get a point of extra credit. And if you can name all three main stars of 1998's The Avengers, you get two points of extra credit. So again, the 1998 film The Avengers, completely unrelated. Well, yes, for all intents and purposes, completely unrelated to the Marvel The Avengers. I mean, they did have the same name. So anyway, uh, name one of the top three build actors in that film, you get the point. If you can name two of them, you get a point of extra credit. And if all three of the names that you write down really were the top three stars of 1998's The Avengers, then you will get two points of extra credit. Question number three. Question three. What god was like the main god in charge at the Delphic Oracle? The Oracle at Delphi. There was one god mainly in charge of that. Which god was it? Question number four. Question number four. On the TV show Crank Yankers, it was like a combination of Sesame Street and the Jerky Boys. Crank Yankers, the character played by Tracy Morgan, had a rhyming name. What was the rhyming name of the Tracy Morgan puppet on the TV show Crank Yankers? Tracy Morgan's character on Crank Yankers had a rhyming name. What was the name? And please make sure you put down the rhyming name of Tracy Morgan's character from Crank Yankers. Question five. Question five. The line out. Damned spot. That is a line from a Shakespeare play. Out damned spot. What Shakespeare play is that line from? And for a point of extra credit, which character says it? So the line out damned spot. Tell me what play. That was first said in what Shakespeare play, and for a point of extra credit, who said it? That rhymed. If only it had been in iambic pentameter. Anyway, skip that and just tell me the play for the point and the character for the point of extra credit. Question number six. Question number six. Sometimes it's called a fiddleback spider. 
Sometimes it's called a violin spider, but that spider is most often called what? What is the common name of the spider, sometimes referred to as the violin or the fiddleback spider? Question seven. Question number seven. The 1980 Winter Olympics. The 1980 Winter Olympics took place at what lake? The 1980 Winter Olympics took place at what lake? Question number eight. Question number eight. What country, and this is a country somewhere on Earth, what country has 11 official languages? 11 official names for the country. And three, count them, three capital cities. What country is that? So it's got 11 official languages, 11 official names for the country in those languages, and three, count them, three separate capital cities. What country is that? Question number nine. Question number nine is about pasta. Who doesn't love pasta? All right, excluding people who are gluten intolerant. Who doesn't love pasta? especially little pastas shaped like things. This question is about the little pasta that is shaped like a grain of rice. Its name, however, doesn't come from Italian for rice. It comes from Italian for barley, the other grain. What is the name of that pasta? So it's little, it's shaped like a grain of rice, and it's named after the Italian word for barley. What is the name of that pasta? And question number 10. Question number 10. Have you ever heard of prosperity theology? It's this really bullshit theology. But really, what kind of theology is bullshit theology? Um, that says, if you have a lot of money, that's proof that God says you're doing a great job. Uh, so if you're really rich, that's God's way of saying, thanks, dude. What aptly named preacher of prosperity theology, this person is a famous televangelist, as well as an advocate of prosperity theology, and is aptly named, might have some big legal bills coming up. He was just arrested recently for punching and choking a 15-year-old girl. Which televangelist is that? So name the aptly named preacher of prosperity theology who was arrested recently for beating up, you know, choking and punching a 15-year-old girl. And don't worry, it wasn't a hooker or anything like that. It was his daughter. He allegedly punched and choked his 15-year-old daughter. What is his name? All right, so that is it for round number two. Let's go through these questions one final time, and then I will leave you to your own devices. Round number two, question number one. Pass the mic, Professor Booty. And so what you want are all songs by whom? And for a point of extra credit, they all were originally on the same album, 
What album was that? Question number two. Who were the three top build stars of the 1998 super shit bomb, The Avengers? I told you one of them was the male lead, one of them was the female lead, and one of them was the villain. So write down three names. If one of them is correct, you get a point. If two of them are correct, you get a point of extra credit. And if all three are correct, you get two points of extra credit. Question number three. What god was in charge of the Delphic Oracle? Question number four. Tracy Morgan's character on Crank Yankers had a rhyming name. What was the name of his character? Question number five. Out damned spot is a famous line from a Shakespeare play. What Shakespeare play? And for a point of extra credit, what character? Question number six. It's also known as the fiddleback or the violin spider, but it's more commonly referred to as what kind of spider? Question number seven. In the 1980s, in fact, in 1980, the Winter Olympic Games took place at what lake? Question number eight. This country has 11 official languages, 11 official names, and three capitals. What country is that? Question number nine. There's a small pasta that's shaped like a grain of rice, but named after an Italian barley. What is the name of that pasta? And question number 10. Who is the aptly named preacher of prosperity theology who is a televangelist and was recently arrested for choking and punching his 15-year-old daughter. What is the name of that televangelist? All right, so that's it for round number two. And I would say that you know what to do, but I'm not sure of that. Prove me wrong, all right? Prove me wrong. And if you don't want to hear the answers to round number two quite yet, I suggest that you press pause. And unpause for the answers to round number two. Round number two. Question number one. Pass the mic. Professor Booty and So What You Want. They are all songs by the Beastie Boys. The Beastie Boys. And for a point of extra credit, they're all from Check Your Head. Check Your Head. Question number two. The 1998 film The Avengers. Listen, it sounds like it could have been good. In fact, I remember I wanted to watch it. And perhaps see some umbrella fighting. Uh, the star of this film was Ray Fiennes. Ray Fiennes. And the female star of the film was Uma Thurman. Uma Thurman. And the villain was Sean Connery. Sean Connery. So if you named just one of them, Ray Fiennes, Uma Thurman, or Sean Connery, you got a point. If you named two of them, you got a point of extra credit. And if you named all three, you get two points of extra credit. Question number three, the god who was in charge at the Delphic Oracle. Not only was he in charge, but apparently the Greeks thought that a woman's mouth was connected to her pelvic oracle. <clears throat> and that this god blew up a woman's oracle and uh, made her talk. And apparently Apollo sounds just like Nia Vardolis. Apollo, Apollo. Question number four, uh, the Tracy Morgan character from Crank Yankers. His name was Spoony Love from Up Above. Spoony Love from Up Above. Question number five, out damn spot. That was a line from Macbeth. Macbeth, and having only read the cliff notes of Macbeth, and that rather hastily, that was the line said by Macbeth when he was dressed as a lady. 
So Macbeth for the point, and Lady Macbeth for a point of extra credit. Question number six, the fiddleback or the violin spider, that is Loxoscales reclusa or the brown recluse spider. That's actually the one that I was looking for, the brown recluse spider. Question number seven, the 1980 Winter Games took place at what lake? Uh, this was the site of the famous Miracle on Ice, which is, I believe, when Bill Pullman miraculously survived an alligator attack. It's Lake Placid, Lake Placid. Question number eight, the country that has 11 official languages, 11 official names, and three capitals, that is South Africa, South Africa, or as they say there, Sethifike, South Africa. Question number nine, the small pasta shaped like a grain of rice, whose name actually comes from Italian for barley. That's where we get the word orzo, orzo. And question number 10, the aptly named preacher of prosperity theology, who is a televangelist and was recently arrested for beating up, choking, and punching his 15-year-old daughter, as reported by his 15-year-old daughter and her sister. But never fear, he tells us that... I guess they were lying, is what it seems. Uh, his name is Criflo Dollar. Criflo Dollar. And you know what they say, Criflo rules everything around me. Criflo Dollar. So tally up your scores, and let's see how we're doing here. How are we doing? Great. And let's finish this shit up. Round number three. Coming right up. Round number three. Question number one. Read Hastings. Reed Hastings is the name of a self-made billionaire. He founded a company and it made him more than a billion dollars. Um, he also had much less success with a follow-up company called Quickster. Q-W-I-K-S-T-E-R. What company made Reed Hastings his billions? So Reed Hastings a company that he founded slash co-founded made him a lot of money. He had a lot of success and made billions of dollars. He later had much less success with a company called Quickster, Q-W-I-K-S-T-E-R. What company made Reed Hastings his billions? Question number two. Question number two, Zeus. Zeus, like the king of the Greek gods, Zeus, he had three siblings. Actually, he had many siblings, but three of those siblings had names that begin with the letter H. And of course, I'm talking about when written in English. Name one of those H siblings of Zeus, and you get the point. Name two of the H siblings, and you get a point of extra credit. And if you can name all three H siblings of Zeus, you get two points of extra credit. So one more time, name the three siblings of Zeus whose names began with the letter H. If you get one of them right, you get the point. If you get two of them right, you get a point of extra credit. And if you name all three correctly, you get two points of extra credit. Question number three, question number three, there was a surprise musical hit in the year 1998. Uh, one of the reasons that it was a surprise was that it was spoken word, right? It was like spoken and not sung. It was purported to have been written by Kurt Vonnegut, 
and it was called Everybody's Free to Wear What? So a surprise hit song from 1998. It was a spoken word track and at the time had been purported to have been written by Kurt Vonnegut. The title of the song was Everybody's Free to Wear What? For a point of extra credit, what film director was responsible for that song? Question number four. Question number four. It is a commonly held misconception that the phrase, your name is Mud, referred to a Dr. Samuel Mud, who was sentenced to life in prison for providing medical treatment to whom? Specifically. So even though this phrase appeared decades earlier, many say that the term, your name is Mud, refers to a Dr. Samuel Mudd, who was sentenced to a lifetime in prison after providing medical treatment to whom? He really did get sentenced to life in prison for treating this person, it's just that the phrase is older. So who was Dr. Mudd sentenced to prison for treating? Question number five, question number five, correctly spell the word strychnine. Strychnine, as in the poison. You know, maybe you come across it in like an Agatha Christie novel or something. If so, you probably read the word, visualize it in your mind's eye, and correctly write it down. Strychnine. How is that spelled? Question six. Question number six. Which king of England had the nickname The Confessor? What king of England had the kingly nickname, the Confessor? For a point of extra credit, give me his kingly number as well. So for the point, just give me that king's first name, the one who was nicknamed the Confessor. For a point of extra credit, tell me what number of that named king he was. Question number seven. Question number seven. Woodward and Bernstein. Woodward and Bernstein. You know, those are those two newspaper reporters who look like Rain Man and the Horse Whisperer. Woodward and Bernstein. They just did their first byline together in like 30-something years in what newspaper? It was the newspaper that they worked for when they covered the Nixon Watergate scandal. What newspaper is that? So, one more time, what newspaper were Woodward and Bernstein working for when they broke the Watergate case? This is the newspaper that the two of them just published their first byline in for the first time in like 30-something years. What newspaper is that? Question number eight. Question number eight. Speaking of gators, which I think I had been a little while ago. Uh, the Gators are advancing to their third straight college baseball world series. What institution of higher learning, so it's either a college or a university, uh, do the Gators represent? The Gators baseball team advancing to their third straight college world series. They represent what institution of higher learning, what college or university? 
Question number nine. Question number nine is about stupid toys because kids are stupid and you can sell them any shit. Am I right? I am right. Three of these really are toys for kids. One of them I just made up. You tell me which one did I make up. Is it A, the McDonald's drive-through playset? Yes, that's right. There's a fry line as well as a drive-through window that your little kid gets to pretend to work at. B. Marvin the Tap Dancing Horse. And about that, enough said. C. Stinkor, who was a He-Man villain, who smelled like patchouli oil. Or D. President Fonzie. That's President Arthur Fonzarelli, complete with presidential seal, and podium. So three of those really were toys, or are toys, maybe, for kids. One of them I just made up from my creative brain. You tell me which one is the bullshit one. Is it A, the McDonald's drive through playset? B, Marvin the tap dancing horse? C, Stinkor, the He-Man villain, who smells like patchouli oil, or D, President Fonzie, complete with presidential seal and podium. And question number 10, question number 10. So far, there have been many, many, many Best Actor Oscars awarded, like we're probably getting close to 90 of them or something. You tell me, the four black actors who have won an Academy Award for Best Actor. There have only been four black actors. And when I say actor, normally that's a gender-neutral term, but Hollywood is not as advanced and sophisticated as my grammar. Um, so they still call it Best Actor for Men. So these are four black men who have won a Best Actor Oscar. Name two of them, and you get the point. Name three of them, you get a point of extra credit. And if you can name all four black actors who have won a Best Actor Oscar, you get two points of extra credit. So one more time, only four black actors have ever won an Oscar for Best Actor. And again, this is not Best Actress. This is not Best Supporting Actor. This is just Best Actor. Name two of those actors, you get the point. Name three of the black actors who have won an Oscar for Best Actor, you get a point of extra credit. And if you can name all four, that's worth two points of extra credit. All right. My God. How time flies when you are talking into a microphone to imaginary people who are real but not yet. It's weird, right? Anyway, let's go through all of these questions one last time. Round number three. Question number one, Reed Hastings had a lot of success with one company. It made him a billionaire. Not so much with a follow-up company called Quickster. What is the name of the company that made Reed Hastings a billionaire? Question number two, Zeus the God had three siblings whose names began with the letter H in English. Name one of them, you get the point. Name two of them, you get a point of extra credit. And if you can name all three of Zeus's H siblings, you get two points of extra credit. Question number three, 
there was a spoken word surprise hit song in 1998. It was purported to have been written by Kurt Vonnegut, but wasn't. And anyway, the title of the song is Everybody's Free to Wear What? For a point of extra credit, what film director was responsible for that song? Question number four. Your name is Mudd. Many people incorrectly say that that is based on Dr. Samuel Mudd. Dr. Samuel Mudd really did get a life sentence for providing medical care to somebody. Who was it? Question number five. Correctly spell the word strychnine, the deadly poison. Strychnine. Question number six. Which king of England was nicknamed the Confessor? Just give me his first name and you get the point. Give me his first name and his kingly number and you get a point of extra credit question number seven what newspaper were woodward and bernstein working for when they did all of that watergate stuff this is also the newspaper that just published their first byline together in 30 odd years question number eight the gators are advancing to their third straight college baseball world series what institution of higher education do the gators represent question number nine Crazy toys for stupid kids. Three of these are real. One of them is absolute bullshit. You tell me which one is the bullshit. Is it A, McDonald's drive through playset? B, Marvin the Tap Dancing Horse? C, Stinkor, the He-Man villain who smelled like patchouli oil? Or D, President Fonzie, complete with Presidential Fonzie seal, and President Fonzie Podium. Three are real. One is bullshit. Which one is the bullshit? And question number 10. There have only been four black actors to win an Academy Award for Best Actor. Name two of those actors, you get a point. Name three of the actors, you get a point of extra credit. And if you can name all four black actors to have won a Best Actor Oscar, you get two points of extra credit. All right, so... I will leave you in peace so you can figure out what exactly you're going to do with your life. And if you don't want to hear the answers yet, I suggest that you press pause. And unpause the answers to round number three. Round number three, question number one, Reed Hastings. Reed Hastings made his billions of dollars at Netflix. Netflix. Then they tried to spin the DVD part of Netflix off as Quickster, and it didn't go so good. Netflix. Question number two. Zeus had three siblings whose names began with the letter H. One of them was his brother, who didn't get to rule the world or the ocean. He got to rule the underworld, and his name was Hades. Hades. There's also a very famous god. She was like worshipped by most families because she was the goddess of the hearth it's Hestia Hestia Zeus's sister and then also there is Zeus's wife was also his sister Hera again Greeks really you guys are weird or at least you were weird uh, so if you put down Hera or Hades or Hestia give yourself a point if you put two of them down, you get a point of extra credit, and if you put down all three, bravo, and give yourself a point of extra credit. Question number three. Everybody's free to wear sunscreen. Sunscreen. And really, it's good advice. You should probably wear more sunscreen. Question number four. Oh, 
And uh, for a point of extra credit, that was a work by the Australian film director Baz Luhrmann. Baz Luhrmann. And we really should work to make that a slang word. What you doing? Nothing. Just Baz Luhrmann? I like it. Question number four. Uh, your name, sir, is Mud. That is what you could have said to Dr. Samuel Mudd. Dr. Mudd uh, was sentenced to life in prison, although he did get his sentence commuted uh, for treating John Wilkes Booth. He set the broken leg of John Six Semper Tyrannis Wilkes Booth. Question number five. Strychnine. This is how you spell it. S-T-R-Y-C-H-N like Nancy. I. N like Nancy, E, strychnine, S-T-R-Y-C-H-N-I-N-E, strychnine. Question number six, the king of England who was nicknamed the Confessor, that was King Edward, King Edward for the point, and Edward III, <laughs> for a point of extra credit, Edward III. Question number seven, Woodward and Bernstein, together they worked at Waypo, or the Washington Post, the Washington Post. Question number eight, the Gators, who just advanced to their third straight college baseball World Series. They represent the University of Florida, University of Florida, not Florida State. They are the Seminoles, and not University of Miami. They are called the Bath Salts. So no, it's University of Florida. Question number nine, crazy toys. Like I said, for stupid children, I could have been one of those children. It's not Stinkor. Stinkor is real. What they did was they just mixed patchouli oil into the plastic. And uh, allegedly, if one has a Stinkor to this day, it still smells like a hippie. Um, it's also, there really is such a thing. You can buy it for $99 on Amazon if you want your kid to pretend that they make minimum wage. It's the McDonald's drive-through playset. And the other real one is uh, apparently very popular among the younger set. Marvin the tap dancing horse really is real. And so the fake one was President Fonzie. President Fonzie is fake. D. Or should I say A. No. D. The answer is D. President Fonzie. And question number 10. Question number 10, the four black best actors. Uh, you've got the very first guy won one decades ago for Lilies of the Valley. That's Sidney Poitier, Sidney Poitier. And then for the film Training Day, you've got Denzel Washington, Denzel Washington. There also is, don't forget, for the biopic Ray, you've got Jamie Foxx, Jamie Foxx. And then lastly, uh, he was a very convincing Edie Amin in The Last King of Scotland. It's Forrest Whitaker, Forrest Whitaker. So if you put down two of them, uh, Poitier, Washington, Fox, or Whitaker, you get the point. If you put down three of them, you get a point of extra credit. And if you knew all four, blam, give yourself two points of extra credit. And that's it for this game. By God, by hook, and by crook. We did it. So um, tally up your score. And if we have a tie score, let's get ready to do a tiebreaker. This is the way that tiebreakers work. I'm going to ask a question, a question that has a numerical answer. And whatever team comes closer will win the game, all right? You can go high, you can go low, it doesn't matter. 
Actually, that's not true. There is a special situation in which it does matter. Let's say one team is over by a certain amount in their guess, and the other team is under by that same exact amount. In that special situation, showcase showdown rules kick in, and the point will go to the lower guess. You got it? So you can go high or low, but in the event of a secondary tie, preference is given to the low answer. So with that in mind, you will have at least 30 seconds to answer the following tiebreaker question. Which is pretty straightforward. The mathematical value pi. What is the tenth decimal of pi? The number that is in the tenth decimal place for pi. What number is that? All right. All right. So like three point and then ten decimal places uh, to the tenth decimal place. What numeral do you find there? What digit? All right. So while they're doing that, let me say thank you again to everybody. Thank you for playing. I hope you enjoyed this. If you did not, please help me make it better. If you did, please help me feel better. Either way, make the world a better place. Shoot me an email. Hell, even if you just want to say hello, or maybe you want to play one of our live games, shoot me an email, please. The email address is threewayquizzo at gmail.com. I promise I will be nice. That's the numeral 3-W-A-Y-Q-U-I-Z-Z-O at gmail.com. What else? Uh, thank you again so much to Steve at New Music Transmission for the intros. I'm getting a lot of mileage out of them, and I thank you so much for them, Steve. If anybody else feels like they would like to contribute some vocals, go right ahead. Hell, you could even send me two. Steve sent me like seven or eight. Um, what else? Oh, I want to say a fine fare thee well to a podcast that is going away. It breaks my heart. I spent most of this year trying desperately to catch up to it, and then it ended. It's the history of Rome. The history of Rome. Goodbye, history of Rome. Goodbye, Mike Duncan. Apparently, he now has a child to take care of and can no longer take care of me and all of his other loyal listeners. So thank you, Mike. It has been a wonderful goddamn podcast. 189 episodes. Who knew you could talk about the entire history of Rome in 189 podcasts, but he did, and he did a great job, so farewell to that wonderful podcast, and farewell to all of you, I'll see you guys next week, but before I say my real goodbye, I do have to reveal the answer to the tiebreaker question. Here we go, pi to ten decimal places, you've got three point one four one five nine two six. Five, three, five, five. The answer is five. So there you go. I'm not going to pretend not to be bummed about the history of Rome, but I'll get over it. All right. Hopefully my mood will improve the next time I talk to you. Until then, I wish you guys well. Goodbye. Later.